0: Nelson on Victory 91.5 and before that we heard Life Point worship and it's all Christmas music through Christmas Day. We're two days away which is crazy yeah. and tomorrow there's going to be a special Christmas Eve service at the Church at Warhill. We'd love to see there. It's their annual service. at 10pm. Uh, it's an hour long. There's You know, candlelight and just a lot going on. So, check out warhill.com. We love having them, you know, on victory, airing Pastor Dawn on Tuesdays and Sundays, and just an awesome church to be at. That's where we go to church. Indeed. And we're talking about Hanukkah. And so, this is something that started last night, and it's not too late for us to understand what (laughs) it is and and why it's important.
1: No, it isn't. And it ties in with Christmas very wonderfully this year because obviously they're around the same dates, which is what happened in the year 4 BC, which uh, is the we're even talking today, and Christmas isn't the birth of Jesus, but as long as Hanukkah and Christmas are linked in the same dates, it is when he was conceived, when the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, and he was... Placed inside her. He was fully God, fully man. So it is one of the most important celebrations we can have as Christians as we come to speak into this, uh, into our nation, which has been all about death for so long for babies. As we explain and understand, I don't know why we have left out the most important celebration of it all, which is uh, when Jesus was conceived. And so we're kind of close, but not that close. So I'm telling the story, it's a little unusual, but you know, anytime you talk about the birth of Jesus, you understand he was born to die, and he was born near a tomb, the tomb of Rachel, and it is significant, and even though we're talking about his conception during Hanukkah, we're also talking about Christmas, and I know for many people, even though he was born in Rosh Hashanah, which would have been in the fall, we we kind of line up uh, the the birth of him at at Christmas, so I want to leave it out so we're taking that journey with you to get you prepared for christmas uh and we're taking a journey right now that's with that's a good bit before the time of jesus about um uh, over a thousand years before in fact and we're journeying to the time when the jacob and his family they've got 11 sons that have been born to them benjamin is about to be born They're on the road. Rachel steals her father's idols. And off they go into the night. Laban catches them. And Jacob pronounces this curse and says, whoever stole them will die. And off they go. And they are on their way. And they journeyed from Bethel. And it says in Genesis 35, and when there was but a little distance to go, uh, Ephrath, Rachel labored in childbirth, and she had hard labor. And so it was, as her soul was departing, for she died, that she called this baby's name Ben-Oni. But his father called him Ben-Yamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set a pillar on her grave. And you can still visit that grave. It should, it would be next to a tower of the flock at Mignal Adar, but that tower, that rock tower where they birthed those Passover lambs and where Jesus was born is no longer there. The field is there where they kept the, sh- the sheep, the separations of the sheep. All those are still there 2,000 years later. But... What I wanted you to really capture here is this grave and why it's there. And because, you know, at the time of this Christmas season, as we fix our eyes on Jesus, as we put our hope on Jesus, as we celebrate Hanukkah, from the time of captivity, many Jews have treated Rachel very similar to some have treated Mary. They pray to her. And the thing is that Rachel couldn't help them. Mary couldn't help Jesus, obviously. She can't help you. She can't help me. Death is coming. For the favorite wife, that is Rachel, as opposed to Leah. For the mother of the very shepherds that these angels spoke to at the birth of Jesus. Jesus came because death is coming. The abandoned grave is a reminder that those who hold on to their father's sins will forfeit their inheritance that God has set apart for them. It is a, it's a tough... Journey to take this walk through life and and not understand where we're going to together. That death is it. The Bible says to learn to number your days. So I want to take you just a little bit back before Jacob and them arrived, before Rachel died. This is the story. A number of things happen on this story, on this journey. Number one, Jacob wrestles with the angel of the Lord, which is this pre pre-incarnate form of Jesus. And he changed his name from Jacob to Israel. He changed his heart so much that Jacob, or Israel, gave his fortune to Esau when he met him. Rachel was still hoping to hear from dead skulls. And she's buried in the place where Jesus was born. And here is a verse... From Jeremiah, it shall come to pass that as I've watched over them to pluck up, to break down, to throw down, to destroy, and to afflict, so I'll watch over them to build and to plant, says the Lord. In those days they shall say no more, the fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth shall be set on edge. Says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, with the house of Judah. But this is the covenant I'll make with the house of Israel after those days to the Lord. I'll put my law in their minds, write it on their hearts, and I'll be their God, and they will be my people. So the question that this Hanukkah and this Christmas and this journey to Bethlehem Ephrata for uh, Jacob and Rachel Eve is, you know, Jesus went into the grave so that that grave could not hold us. The last thing we want to be like is Rachel. You see, when you come to Bethlehem of to think about the birth of Jesus, one person died here and stayed there, and you can still go visit her grave. And her son, Benjamin, was raised by her sister, and Leah is buried next to Jacob in Hebron. One came there and was born, heard angels sing, and left with the Savior of the world. That'd be Mary. So the point is, when you come to Bethlehem Ephrata, the the most important thing is you don't stay there. It's a temporary place, and it's not a place to die. He would go on to, it was a place where Passover lambs were born, but they were all born. Why? They were born to die as well. So Mm. there's this wonderful tapestry when you get to Bethlehem Ephrata, but the most important thing is what Jacob did before he got there. He took all the idols of his life, and he buried them. Mm. So whatever's in your past, as you're drawing near to Christmas, you're celebrating Hanukkah, perhaps, give it to God and bury it, or it will bury you. That's the lesson of Hanukkah. Goodness, Coming
0: up, that's so good.
1: It is. It's it's a powerful time. Coming up, we're going to track down the, the Magi, the wise men. Who are they? How did they find Jesus? It takes 15 months, but how do they get there? We're going to look at that story next.
0: Right now, we're going to hear a Bernie song from Dustin Smith, and it's called Joy.